We don't remember things the way we want to, so much as how we are wired to. But thank God our brains can contain and sort through all sorts of sordid affairs. They say we don't realize the mess we're getting in. Before you start your preaching, let me ask you this, my friend. Have you forgotten how it felt that day to see your homeland under fire and her people blown away? Have you forgotten when those towers fell? We had neighbors still inside going through a living hell. And you say we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden. Have you forgotten? And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. It's a book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, ampurage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Hello. Thank you for being here listening today. Please... Would you patiently pause with me now for this brief moment of silence in honor of or to remember everyone, every single one who died as a result of the mass murdering terror attacks of September 11th, 2001. Please pause now and we'll return. And now, we resume. We resume because we get to. We carry on because we get to. And we have the capacity to use big things from the past, big things like 9-11, to use big things to have things to look forward to because of how we look back on them and see them. But we don't all see the same things we saw the same ways, you see? Why? Why do we not see the same events and news stories we survived side by side with someone the same ways? Well, as I've said before, spending our lives lingering too long on the why is not always necessary and not always necessarily best for us. Sometimes too much why, W-H-Y, is just two things. Why, W-H-Y, what happened yesterday? And why, W-H-Y, What's hindering you? Hindering, holding you back. 
Because how we remember things is not always by choice. I've heard it said, maybe you have too. You hear people say, I know, I remember hearing people say this. Well, you go ahead and remember things how you want to. I'll remember them how they were. Wow. Okay. That can be unpacked and unfolded on so many levels in so many ways. But the basis is this. Two people, same place, same time, different descriptions of what went down. Uh, sometimes someone saw something that the other didn't. Or sometimes someone held on to something that they experienced and someone didn't. And it could be they didn't experience it or they didn't hold on to it. Someone chose to let it go, let go of it, because that was their priority or value system. And at some point along the way, sometimes someone legitimately saw then and still sees now something a specific, special way, special to them. Not because they're wrong or that they are telling a lie, but because the truth to them is in such a way that it was honestly the only way they could interpret what they witnessed or survived. And it looks different to them than it is for us. But it's not. It looks different, but it's not. Remember that quote. You go ahead and remember things how you want to. I'll remember them how they were. It's not about how they want to, as how much as that they are wired to. How the real programming experiences for them things and interprets for them things and recalls for them things so that they can remove themselves from that reality just enough to carry on, to survive. It's not a choice of they want to remember things. It's the actual memory for them based on how they are wired to survive such things. Honestly, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. By the time you listen to this, uh, it will have happened. Hell, I remember it. I was pushing 40 then. But I wonder how others do, meaning I wonder how they remember it, how they remember tragedies like this. And I saw something the other night, saw it on TV, and, and what I saw, it was, a, it was a TV story example on the TV show Mom, believe it or not. It was how ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder, helped the fragile human mind manage amidst mayhem and more than what they may have thought possible at that time to process and push through. So for those who see things differently and then assume that there is always an agendified motive, you know, somebody with a really strong agenda, sneaky agenda motive behind the fact that other people see things differently, behind their alternate memory, their different memory. Maybe, just maybe there was way back when, way back when the memory was first made, maybe there was an agenda, and the agenda may just have been survive. See, they say we remember things how we want to, but I'm not so sure. Because doing things how and the way we want to is a choice. And how much of how we remember what we had little to no control over in life, that's less deliberate and premeditated, and that's more dealing with what has permeated our space without our expressed invitation. We didn't ask. Sure, sometimes, sometimes we go all Al Bundy. You remember Al Bundy, married with children? I was the greatest high school football player in the history of high school football. 
And we say it with our ass on a couch and one hand barely tucked under the belt line of our britches and the other hand wrapped around a pop-top beer. Greatest high school football player in history. Too lazy to get up and move four feet to retrieve the remote control so we can change channels on our TVs. That's not what we're talking about here. No, remembering things, quote, how we want to remember them in trauma, literally like a PTSD defense mechanism to be tackling tragedy, surviving that sinking feeling in order to overcome and move on from what we've had full frontally forced in our faces, our spaces, rammed into our realities. That's less remembering things how we want to, and it's much more about how we need to. And thankfully, we have mind management mechanisms that kick in and take over so we can move forward. Keep moving forward. Because not everyone remembers the same things the same way. And we need to remember that when we think that they are the ones who need a memory makeover. That they need to be reminded, well, you go ahead and remember things how you want to. I'll remember them how they were. Wow. Rose Kennedy, Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy, said, It's been said that time heals all wounds. I do not agree. The wounds remain. In time, the mind protecting its sanity covers them with scar tissue, and the pain lessens. But it's never gone. Rose Kennedy was right. Just like scar tissue, it's grizzled, it's less flexible, and... Like other scar tissue, well, it's different. It's not the same. But it does its best, the best it can to protect. People always talk about how hard it is for them to remember things. For some people, it's harder to forget, and no one ever talks about that. It can be an exhausting effort to forget. There are things that have to be forgotten for some people if they want to go on living. You want to know a little secret? You want to know something? What you know about the past, you know only what your heart allows you to know. I'll say that again. You know only what your heart allows you to know, no matter what your logical mind links up to. I remember on 9-11, I was at work, I was at my gym, and I was surrounded by my clients. And we saw New York. And we saw Pennsylvania, and we saw the Pentagon, and we lived near Chicago. And I was scared. And I was scared that Chicago was next. We lived near a nuclear power plant, and I was scared things like that were next. And I remembered I had to get my daughter. I had to contact her mother. I had to protect as I saw things unfolding that day. Um, her mom and I disagreed, and to be honest with you, we probably don't remember things the same way now. But what I remember about that day is what my heart allows me to. I remember recently, I watched on television an interview with a woman, and she was there at Ground Zero on September 11th. You know what she does now? She takes teens who weren't even alive back then, she takes them on museum tours to teach them. And she said, you know what? In this museum, we don't have a lot of artifacts from Ground Zero, because we tell people the artifacts that matter most 
are the stories in the hearts and minds of those who survived. First thing I thought when she said this, when I heard her talk about not having artifacts, was artifacts. Yeah, I know. Okay, it's corny, but it is uncannily accurate. I am certain for survivors. We, all who survived 9-11, all who remember that day, whether we survived at Ground Zero or somewhere so far away that there really was no credible threat to our safety, where the only threat was what we imagined, and there's no comparison, but we all survived, and we all who survived owe it to those who both could not be there back then because they were not yet born, and we also owe it to those who cannot now be here because they did then, or have since died and moved on. We owe it to them all to take a beat, take a breath, and take the time for quiet moments of reflection and respect, and to take as many moments as needed to be taken to repeat what we each regard as how we each really authentically, genuinely remember the big things from our past. Not because it's how we want to remember them, but more because it's how we need to remember. And hopefully that's how they would want us to remember. The living owe it to those who no longer can speak to tell their story for them. I heard it said that trying to remember the important things is like carrying water in the palms of your hands a long, long distance across desert sand. You know that somewhere out there, people are waiting, and they have drunk nothing for days. Remembering how we need to remember so long as it's not a lie lays within our skill set for surviving and for helping others survive as well. The living who are struggling and the dead still struggling to never be forgotten. Remembrance, it has been said, is a very personal, therefore a very subjective process, and that is why it matters all the more to nurture remembrance collectively, to nurture it together. We all have the right to remember things how we need to, but we need to remember to never forget that the facts that are the most important artifacts from history are the artifacts that we will or should carry with us forever, never letting anyone tell you, tell us, that we are just remembering things how we want them. And now more words of wisdom. Wow, your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. This entry from page 278. The truth that is suppressed by friends is the readiest weapon of the enemy. Robert Louis Stevenson. And the guide's point of view on this? I know a guy who's always willing to get in the face of family and friends, but he reminds them that he's only in their face because he's got their back. What do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean system, what have you learned recently that's new? What are you glad that you've earned that wasn't just handed to you? Where are you excited to be adding to the world that isn't just about you? Reflect on all of this, respect it, be grateful for it. Before you navigate someplace next, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. 
And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.